This weekend, we start our second week of Advent. We have these beautiful readings today that place us before the mystery of the person and mission of John the Baptist. Of John the Baptist. Does anyone know who John the Baptist was? All right, I'll put you right on the spot. You know, shake in. Yeah, I do, Father. I know everything. Who's John the Baptist? All right. Someone else chirped in. You got lucky. <laughs> I'm teasing. I'm getting ready for my 930 Mass tomorrow. I usually do a little pedagogical teaching with the younger kids. John the Baptist is Jesus' cousin. And John the Baptist was born in a miraculous way. It's the first chapter of Luke tells us the incredible story of John the Baptist. His parents, Zechariah and Elizabeth, were very old. They could not have children. And the angel appears to Mary and shares this amazing news that in their old age, they conceived and had a child. A miraculous child with a very special mission. John the Baptist came into the world in a miraculous way to prepare for the arrival of Christ. John the Baptist is the last and definitive prophet of the Old Testament. It's almost as if all of the Old Testament was in preparation for the arrival of John the Baptist who would point out, who would point out Jesus Christ. He has this incredible mission after Mary receives the Annunciation, this incredible news, and she says, yes, let it be done unto me according to thy word, she immediately takes off and goes and visits her cousin Elizabeth to share this great news. And John the Baptist, already in Elizabeth's womb, when Mary arrives and Mary greets her cousin, jumps for joy already in Elizabeth's womb, already encountering Christ. And it's already a sign and a preparation of what he'll do later in life when people are going to him in baptism. Christ will come to receive that baptism and John will say these very mysterious words. There is the Lamb of God. There's the Lamb of God who will take away the whole sins of the world. All the sins of the world. John, the church invites us to look at him to prepare for the arrival of Christ. I always love this second Sunday in Advent. Maybe we didn't get Advent off to a good start. Maybe we haven't really even taken it seriously yet. And the church in her great wisdom reminds us this is a time to really prepare our hearts, prepare our lives, our homes to welcome Christ. How have we lived this first week of Advent? Was it just a, a regular normal week? Or have we made space in our lives? Have we made a conscious decision to really prepare for Christ? One of the things I love here 
is this little nativity scene in front. I think last Sunday there was just one sheep there. And I was wondering, oh, that sheep's already preparing. Already getting ready for the arrival of Christ. And then another sheep arrived, I think on Wednesday or Thursday. Now there's another figure. You know, the church gives us these visible signs to get ready. Get ready. And how do we get ready? John gives us a message of repentance. Repentance and conversion. Make straight the ways to God. One of the most concrete ways to make straight our ways to God is by going to confession. Really taking time. Not just to go in there and repeat the same sins we often repeat every time. But really do a thorough examination. What is getting in the way of my relationship with Christ? What is getting in the way of really loving and serving my wife or my husband or my children? What is impeding me to really love as Christ loves? Really do a really serious look at one's heart. And to hand that over to God. Obviously, we're not just going to abracadabra, become perfect. It would be nice, but it's not realistic. But we're called to really look at the areas of our life that get in the way of our relationship with God. And ask God to come and meet us there. God wants to bring His light and mercy into our lives in these places of darkness. I was thinking today about Advent. Advent's on like my radar. I don't want to say 24 hours a day, but I love Advent. Absolutely love it. Advent is this pilgrimage that we make towards God. And at the same time, it reminds us that God makes His pilgrimage towards us. He doesn't just sit there up in the clouds. He wants to come down absolutely wants to come down and be born in our lives, in our hearts. I'm just a little, maybe I shouldn't say this, but, you know, I was in the confessional early and I was thinking, confession is just like Advent, right? We become aware of our sin and our need for mercy and we make haste and we come to encounter Christ in the confessional. We confess our sins and immediately God comes down. Comes down with his mercy and embraces us. Every time we go to confession, we live the great mystery of Advent and Christmas before our very lives. Before our very eyes. It's amazing. In the psalm, which was very nicely sung, we sang, Lord, let us see your kindness. Let us see in your kindness and grant us your salvation. Beautiful words. I would almost say we should begin almost every day with these words. We are this existential cry to see God's hand at work in our lives. It's not something immediate. Or automatic to see God's hand at work. I always think that we're all like this blind man that we hear about in the gospel. We often don't see right. 
And God wants to come and meet us in our blindness, in our inability to see. And we have these moments, these glances, glimpses in our life where we see things in their truth. We see things in their truth. And they're really moments of grace. And we get to see God's salvation at work before our very eyes and before the very difficulties and, and sufferings and sinfulness in our lives. Let us see your kindness. Let us see your presence in our lives. And grant us your salvation. This beautiful part, the second part, grant us salvation. This is the experience of recognizing that our lives belong to God the Father. That our lives are you know, defined by His mercy. By His mercy. Not by our shortcomings. Not by our inability to love. And to be patient. And to really, yeah, to really live our lives well. There's one last thing that caught my attention. I love how the end of this prophecy, it reminds us, it says, like a shepherd, he feeds his flock. In his arms, he gathers the lambs, carrying them in his bosom and leading the ewes with care. This is the God that Jesus Christ came into the world to reveal. The God who is the good shepherd. He doesn't just carry us you know, distant from him. He carries us close to his heart. Close to his heart. This is the truth of who we are before God. We're not just this random object. He carries us close to his heart. Close to his bosom. He has this incredible love for us. And leading us with care. As we continue our Advent journey... We pray, we beg that we may grow in this awareness. And that we may experience his closeness. We're invited to live this time preparing to welcome the Christ child in our hearts. Let us go to Bethlehem. Let us make time to recognize our need for forgiveness and mercy of his light. And let us go with the certainty that his light and his mercy is coming into the world. And it's available to us every day when we come to Mass and the Confession. And he does this too in very surprising ways during our everyday life. I think today I had the opportunity with a group of about eight friends from my young adult group to have lunch with the homeless in Denver with this beautiful group called Christ in the City. And I was just thinking, why do I do this? Why is it so important for me to go, right? I know for sure that I'm not going to solve these homeless people's problems or even know, you know, their problems. But I go there first and foremost to be reminded that I need to learn how to love. I need to learn by my friends who, who belong to this I guess this group, it's a group of about 30 young adults from across the country that give a year, two years, you know, to befriending the homeless, you know, in the city and encountering them and being with them 
in sharing God's love towards their lives. You know, I need to experience that in my own life and to see that being witnessed in my, my friends who go there. So let us pray that, you know, I bring this up because I really experienced Christ today in the homeless. I experienced that I have the same heart as these people who live on the streets, who are suffering, this need to be called by name, this need to be looked upon and recognized and loved. This is what Christ desires to do to us, you know, reveal to us each and every day the truth of who we are and our need for love. So we pray that we may live this time well and really prepare ourselves well to celebrate the Christmas mystery.